You're listening to The HR Bartender Show, a casual place to talk about all things work. Here's where you get practical advice about how to be a better employee, manager, and leader in today's workplace. So grab your favorite beverage, pull up a stool, and join us in the conversation. The bar is always open. Now, here's your host, Charlene Lauby. Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Charlene Lauby, author of the blog, HR Bartender. Before we get started today, I want to take a moment to thank our founding sponsor, Ultimate Kronos Group, also known as UKG. To be a powerfully productive business, you need powerfully happy people. Two leaders in workforce management and HR have joined forces to become UKG, Ultimate Kronos Group. With comprehensive HR solutions, they'll help you create more meaningful connections within your workforce that will make your people smile. UKG, our purpose is people. Welcome back, everyone. In this first season of the HR Bartender Show, we're talking about the future of work. And with me today is Hannah Morgan to talk about the future of career development. Hannah is a nationally recognized author, speaker, and job search strategist. She uses her experience in human resources, outplacement, workforce development, and career services to provide individuals with the tools they need to proactively manage their careers. She's also the author of the well-known Career Sherpa blog, which is considered to be a top resource for job search. It is in my Feedly every day as well as the book, The Infographic Resume. It's a step-by-step guide for creating a visual resume to get a hiring manager's attention. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for being here. It's great to be here, Sherilyn. Thank you for inviting me. So you and I, most of the time, chat on social media or via email. So tell me a little bit about how you're doing in all of this. How are you managing the new normal? You know, this these are new normal times. And honestly, I can tell you, um, since I work out of my home, uh, and I had been working out of my home pre-pandemic, what has changed is not all that different. Um, I'm still seeing clients remotely, like I was doing before things changed. I guess the biggest change is the family being here with me. (laughs) My husband and my son are, you know, my son was remote learning in the fall or whatever. Yeah, in the summer. And then now in the fall, he's only going to school twice a day. So there's more traffic in the house than I'm used to and some scheduling changes around that. But life is good. Life is unusually good. That's wonderful to hear. I have to admit, I agree with you. I'm used to working from home. And so that wasn't a huge change for me. But for me, getting out was my connect to the world. And so now, because I get out less, looking for opportunities to connect is so incredibly important. And I can see that being a part of career development. You know, prior to COVID, we were in a job seekers market. I'm sure a lot of people were out there looking for new opportunities. And that died down for a while. I think it's starting to come back a little bit. I talked to a lot of talent acquisition professionals who are saying, hey, we're, we're still hiring. But where do you see us right now in terms of the job market? We did see a dip. When everything shut down in February, March, there was a dip. There was just people were on, there was a lot of uncertainty. There were still companies that knew they had to fill positions. And so they probably already had some comfort level with remote working and some systems in place. So they didn't really stall. 
But now that we're seven months into this, I think that a lot of the companies that had been holding off realize they can't afford to hold off anymore. And so a lot of virtual interviewing is happening. Companies have just dug right in and said, yes, we're doing virtual interviewing. I had a, a client that had one virtual interview and was hired the next day. So companies need to fill jobs. And I think that they're still moving forward with this. I think the challenge comes with, are they going to bring the person to have them work in the office or are they actually going to continue to work remotely? And that's something that is varying. I have a friend who's in HR and she said, even when things got bad up here, we were having our key technicians and people doing the computer work. They had to be on site every day, even though they were considered essential workers. So I think You know, a lot of companies are just having to get creative in how they do this and how they're trying to figure it out. And I think that's a great sign. And it's the companies that have figured it out and are generally more creative are the ones that you're seeing opportunities for now and would be a good bet for the future. That's a great way of putting it. You know, if you are in the, I've always thought that organizations were defined by the talent that they bring into the organization. So if talent is a key differentiator in your business, are you right now going out there and trying to find the best talent? And that kind of aligns with, if I'm a candidate right now, you know, if I'm looking for a new opportunity, there might be other people out there looking for a new opportunity as well. What can I be doing to differentiate myself? You know, what can I do to stand out in a sea of people? Right. And I think there's not just one thing. So there's so many different things. But I think having a presence on LinkedIn right now is really important. And the right impression on LinkedIn, I'll talk about that in a second. But what I'm really, what we're seeing is because like you, a lot of people are looking for a place to go to sort of virtually hang out with people because they miss not having that water cooler in their office. I think a lot of more people are going to LinkedIn for some of that social stimulus that they can't find in other places easily. And so if you are wanting to build greater awareness of your talents and skills and abilities, notice I don't say that you're open to new opportunities, but we all should be open to new opportunities all the time. But if you're really wanting to get out there and build a name for yourself or get greater visibility, regularly updating a status by sharing articles or engaging in comments on LinkedIn relevant to content that is stuff related to your career. I think those kinds of things, being active on LinkedIn right now is one way to be noticed. But again, it's being strategic and purposeful. I don't want you randomly commenting on stuff that's not related to your career. Pick the work-related processes and procedure changes and news about innovation that's happening in your niche industry. That kind of stuff is you know, showing that you have knowledge of what's going on in this industry, in your field, that's current, that's innovative this forward moving. And I think that that's one of the things employers are going to be looking for. Not how did you operate pre-pandemic? How can you function currently pandemic and beyond the pandemic? How are you going to be at taking risk and managing with change and adapting to new ways of doing things? And how digital literate are you? I mean, if you can't you've got to be able to speak digital technology because that's the way we're going. How can you I do some work with my church and I'm always challenging the committee. How can we make it virtual? Like, how can we take some of the momentum we've got and 
give it life virtually. And I think that that's a challenge for a lot of people to change that thinking. So if you're one of those people that's embracing this, that's great. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. First of all, I have to ask you about LinkedIn. A lot of people are posting things. They're getting very engaged with LinkedIn, making connections with people on LinkedIn. Do you have any thoughts about LinkedIn groups? I mean, I'll tell you from my perspective, they, at one point in time, they were very active. They were very engaging. There was lots going on. And all of a sudden, I see nothing. It's like crickets. Yeah, uh, it's very sad because you're right. At one point, LinkedIn groups were really wonderful. And for whatever reason, LinkedIn decided to dial it back and they made some restrictions. And now they're trying to bring it back, I think. And during that time, I think a lot of people went over to Facebook groups, honestly, because the whole platform is better for having engagement and conversation. And so... I have a couple. I belong to a lot of groups on LinkedIn, but I'm not seeing the activity there that once was there. But Facebook groups are great. And so, I, you know, as much as we want to be social on LinkedIn, I'm going to say to anybody in their career, look for industry or niche groups on LinkedIn that would be great on, on Facebook that would be great for you to engage with people who are thought leaders or thinking similarly about what you're doing for your professional development. Oh, you are so right. Facebook groups are far more interactive. People are posting all sorts of things. And there are, like, just from, like, my profession, just from an HR perspective, there are tons of HR-related groups. You can tap into the wisdom of the group. You can put questions out there. People are very sharing. Um, they'll answer questions for you and, and it'll point you in the right direction. So that's awesome. So that those groups, right, where LinkedIn used to be great for that, it's now on Facebook doing that. But that's all, those are opportunities to network and meet new people. And so as much as we want to say, oh, I have a question, let me go to this group and get my answer. It's more than that. It's a community, as you said, it's a community of people that are willing to help one another. And that can be a great source of information and knowledge that everybody needs to help them advance in their career. I'm glad you brought up networking because regardless of whether or not you're looking for a new opportunity, you should be networking, always networking. But right now with everything that's going on, networking is hard. You know, we're used to networking in a conference or a meeting, you know, you were talking about getting together with your church group and how do you now do that virtually? So how do we create networking? How do we network in the days of distancing? Because I hate to say it, I just don't know whether or not this is going to go away anytime in the near future. I agree. I don't think that we're, we're not going to be going to conferences in 2021. And conferences and professional associations were really great for that social interaction and that impromptu sharing of knowledge. I think that a lot of the professional associations are trying to do webinars and meetups and informal and informal get-togethers. So, and I think so often people don't belong to a professional association. There's one for almost every profession out there. So I really encourage you, you know, because you need that social interaction, see if there are opportunities with your, with a professional association in your field. 
Sherm in D.C. had a conference not too long ago, and they had a very elaborate platform to try and make it easy to interact with people between sessions. But I think people just aren't used to that, and we don't know how to do it. So I, I always default to, let's go back to the good old days of one-on-one networking. I have a bucket list of people that I want to meet one day. Oh, and we're on that list. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we get to meet virtually. So there you go. Yeah, right. So I'm upstate New York. I'm far away from everything. So for me, ever being able to meet anybody face-to-face is slim. I have that bucket list of people I'd like to meet. Some of them are people that are really well-established and famous like you. And then there are other people that are just, you know, people that they're a name that I've come across. I'm like, oh, I'd love to meet that person one day. So I have a bucket list of people I want to meet. And some of them, you know, there are different levels of people on my bucket. But yeah, I begin chipping away at that bucket list. But I have that list. And I think having that list is something that at least is a trigger to me. So when I'm running slow one day and I'm like, what should I do? Because <laughs> we all have those days. Yep. I'm like, oh, let me go see who's on my bucket list. I should reach out to them and see what's going on in their world. And maybe they want to hop on a call. And oh, by the way, LinkedIn just add the, added that new feature. Did you see? No. I just got notified about it today. So you can begin a video chat or send somebody a video, an invitation to a video conversation directly through LinkedIn messaging now. Awesome. Right. So rather than having to go to email and and connect that way and, and do it, you can do it all through LinkedIn messaging. You do have to have a, like a Zoom account or a Blue Jeans or whatever you have or Teams meeting already established, but it makes it super simple to stay within the platform. And obviously that's their plan. Oh, let's, you know, let's have a quick video chat and learn more about what you're doing right now and how we might be able to help each other. And that would be great for like recruiters who might be reaching out to people. So if you're looking for an opportunity and you're approached by someone to say, hey, is this something that you're interested in or do you know, um, you would be able to immediately hop on a call and say, you know, tell me a little bit more about the job and I can, you know, tell you whether or not it's something that I'm interested in doing. Yeah. So it's great for that, but I'm I'm going to say too, it's even great for networking. Those people that you're connected with on LinkedIn that you haven't chatted with in a while, send them a quick note and say, it's been a while since we caught up. I just love to hear how things are going for you right now. These are very unusual times. Here's a link. Let's set up a time. That's awesome. Yeah. And that kind of leads me to my last question. You know, we're getting to year end. You and I have talked about the fact that We believe that over the next few months, we're going to be doing more of this virtual, we're going to be working from home and doing more virtual as we're thinking about our goals and things that we want to get accomplished next year. What are some things that we can do from a branding standpoint to show the world that we do know how to manage this hybrid of face-to-face and virtual kind of environment. You know, how do we how do we do that so that we can become approachable in that remote in this remote world? And and I think what you said there, Charlene, is so important. And and it is that the messaging is that we can adapt and survive and even thrive in this new virtual world, right? That's part of the messaging because without rethinking that and re-emphasizing and emphasizing that that's the new world we're living in, that we can thrive in this virtual world, then we fall back to, I'm really good at working one-on-one face-to-face with people and that's an outdated mode. 
road. That's not where we are. That's not what anybody is looking for anymore. We have to repackage and rebrand and and show that. So I think that there are a couple of different way, things for an individual, no matter where they are in their career, to think about is, what are you doing? What am I doing as an individual to create a personal development plan? Like we oftentimes would get those through our employer or our manager and they'd sit down with us and we'd outline what we want to accomplish and they might help brainstorm. But I think we as individuals have always needed this and we really need to take greater ownership on what are the things that I need to develop? What skill set do I need to develop? And if it's virtual learning, that's one thing. If it's virtual working, that's one thing. If it's it's learning new things, that's another. What are the things, the goals that you want so what do you need to learn to amp up your value in the new marketplace? What will employers be looking for based on this COVID world we've been living in? And what skills can you amp up? So there are so many LinkedIn learning courses that are available right now. Many of them are free. And many of the most popular ones are on working successfully remotely. Um, so they've already lined up some really good, I want to say Dory Clark is one of the people who actually created one of the courses on that. And she's a leadership and personal branding coach. So I would check out the LinkedIn learning courses because I think that there are a lot of them that are really geared towards working successfully, remotely managing your time, being productive. And the other part of that is when you're working remotely, how do you communicate effectively with your boss? So your boss, knows what you've actually accomplished because when you're out of sight, you're sort of out of mind. So it's creating a whole plan of, of communication of between you and your manager to make sure they understand where you're hitting the bar and achieving what you're supposed to be achieving. So I think creating that professional development plan is really important and owning that because it's not something that your manager is going to be necessarily looking out for. I think thinking about um, new trends in what's happening. So if it's technology that you've fallen behind on or that you're just interested in because you think it's cool, now is a great time. We have a little bit of extra time now that we don't have to commute into the office. How can you reinvest that time in enhancing yourself? And if you don't have any ideas, then that would be a great excuse to reach out to people that you work with and say, hey, what courses have you taken that you have found helpful in your professional development? What would you recommend I take to help me in my professional development? So I love asking people for their advice because I don't know what I don't know. Out of curiosity, when you set your goals, do you have a format or do you have a place that you keep them so that you kind of keep them in front of you? I used to sort of like my bucket list. It's just a document and word that I keep on my home screen and it says professional development plan. So it's nothing really fancy. It's just a document. And and actually, I like keeping it on my home screen because I'll come across a course and I'll go at it once in a while. But I think also professional development is about finding a mentor, being a mentor. Who can you use as a mentor or who can you be serve as a mentor for? And I don't care where you are in your career. There's always somebody that would benefit from your mentor I think joining a professional association might be a great goal for people this year. 
they're pretty cost effective and it's a great way to get engaged in your community and maybe even take on a board or a leadership position within that community. I think we need community and we've got to find places to add that, especially for uber social. There are some people that are very extroverted and they're having a really hard time with this. They, they need to find opportunities to get involved in virtual communities. They need that in their life. Otherwise, they're going to go a little bit stir crazy. Well, I think you've given listeners a lot to think about as they're going into the uh, last part of the year to get set up for success. And I know that this is one of those episodes where I will go back and listen to it over and over again because there's lots of nuggets here to remember in terms of uh, technology and, and resiliency and being able to constantly reinvent yourself. So I want to send a big thanks and cheers to you, Hannah Morgan, author of Career Sherpa for sharing your insights with us today. And for those of you listening in, if you want to connect with her, and I know you do, you'll find her contact information in the show notes. That was a really great conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. But don't go away just yet. In a moment, I'd like to share with you my takeaways from the discussion that we just had. To be a powerfully productive business, you need powerfully happy people. Two leaders in workforce management and HR have joined forces to become UKG, Ultimate Kronos Group. UKG creates comprehensive HR solutions designed to make employees happier and build more meaningful connections within your workforce. They've even done that for themselves, being recognized as one of the top places to work. And UKG's 12,000 employees help thousands of businesses build better cultures every day. When you're ready to make your people happier, UKG is ready to work for you. UKG, our purpose is people. I really loved the conversation with Hannah today because I thought that she really emphasized on two key points. The first one is resiliency. And we're hearing that word a lot these days. But the idea that I understand we're going through this really uncertain period in time, but that we can try to learn new skills and still be successful in spite of the uncertainty. And that some of that are actually a lot of that is going to have to do with the way that we embrace technology and being in a position where we learn more about technology, we try new things with technology, and that when we see, you know, and you heard that part of the conversation about LinkedIn and Facebook, that when we see things changing, that we're willing to make that change as well. As we think about the future of our career, our career is going to be filled with those moments where we're going to have something unexpected happen and we're going to have to learn new skills and it's a constant process. So um, if you enjoyed the conversation with Hannah today, I hope you'll listen to it again. I know that that's going to be one of those things for me that when I'm sitting around setting goals for myself, I'm going to want to go back and remember that conversation. Um, so Thanks again for being here. Thanks for listening to the HR Bartender Show. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to the HR Bartender Show. 
To make sure you don't miss a single episode, subscribe on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you go for the very best podcast productions. While you're there, we'd love it if you would rate the show and leave us a review. The HR Bartender Show is an ITM group presentation produced by HR Bartender and your host, Charlene Lauby. Remember, people, work responsibly. <laughs>